lot of alternatives, a lot of clean energy options that are already being used and developed every day and could be expanded to do so much more, which would save our environment and be better all around. Welcome to The Shrinks on Third, our psychology and social justice podcast. I'm psychologist Julie Mayer. And I'm psychologist Cindy Ariel. Welcome in. Today, Cindy and I are going to discuss clean energy versus fossil fuels. First, we'll focus on fossil fuels, which is what we're used to using. Why are they called fossil fuels? (laughs) Right? I know. As we all know, fossil fuels is referring to coal, crude oil, and natural gas. And they're called that because they were formed like a fossil from the remains of plants and animals that lived millions of years ago. The remains are buried deep in the earth and they become fossilized. It's just fuels coming from fossils. Yeah. But digging the fossil fuels up from deep in the earth, moving them and using them, that creates a lot of problems. It involves a lot of carbon that pollutes our air and water, makes toxic acid rain, and melts ice and glaciers, all of which cause great harm to our environment and therefore to us, our health, and our planet. One of the biggest problems is that the negative climate change from all of this affects us all in scary ways, as we've seen with the crazy storms, fires, and droughts around the world. Yeah, and they are scary. Our continued use of oil and gas has led to energy insecurity, because we're depleting those fossils, those natural resources and causing environmental disasters, not to mention political strife and, you know, war. Yeah, fossil fuels are finite and we've been using them for over 150 years. And as their use increased, so did the release of the gases produced when the fuels are burned. These are what they call the greenhouse gases that we hear about that trap heat in the atmosphere and cause the temperature of the earth to rise. And this global warming is one symptom of climate change that also includes a rise in extreme weather events, shifting wildlife habitats and populations, rising sea levels, and other major negative impacts on our only planet that we can live on right now. Because renewable energy sources don't emit greenhouse gases such as carbon dioxide, they don't contribute to global warming, which is really important. Exactly, Cindy. Why wouldn't we all want to switch right over right now to renewable energy? These sources mean that climate change would not continue to progress, and we could do things like reforestation to help lessen and maybe even reverse some of the damage that's already been done. Considering the increasing speed with which we're encountering environmental disasters, it does seem more and more imperative to move to clean energy. Clean energy, green energy, and renewable energy are often used interchangeably, but there are actual differences among them. Not all renewable energy sources are clean. For example, burning wood, even from sustainably managed forests, can be renewable, but it's not clean because burning wood releases carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Right, Julie. So on the spectrum of energy sources, 
green energy, such as solar, wind, and geothermal energy are the cleanest. These are all derived from the sun, so they're replenishable and don't create pollutants. They are clean, green, and renewable. Clean energy has big environmental benefits, such as reducing air and water pollution. It also doesn't involve the same level of financial, political, and environmental costs as dependence on imported fuels. And it offers important cost savings because there's no need to extract and transport those fossil fuels. Also, a big one, these resources replenish themselves naturally all the time. Yeah, they don't run out. They're available everywhere. But yet, we've been so slow to change our energy habits. And if we really focused on it, clean energy could handle most of our energy needs. Maybe all of it. A lot of work is being done to improve the infrastructure and storage capabilities of clean energy so it can be used for greater demand and on demand when people need it the most. And solar energy collected through solar panels can be used for generating electricity to heat, cool, and light buildings and to heat water directly and and many more things. Sunlight is actually the most freely available energy resource on the planet. The amount of solar energy that reaches the earth in one hour is enough to meet the total energy requirements for the planet for a whole year. Wow, I didn't know that, Cindy, that's amazing. (laughs) You've just been so slow to harness that. Solar panels can be used for small electrical tasks like charging batteries or small garden lights and can be scaled up to larger panels that can provide power for homes, buildings, streetlights, cities. Yeah, of course, solar energy is sometimes limited by the time of day or season when it's a small application and not a lot of sun is stored, like in the small panels that you see in some garden lights. But solar energy is still used on both large and small scales. And we can be doing a lot more to be figuring out how to store it so that it could be used better for those smaller things too. Mm -hmm. A community solar panel installation can power an entire town. Wow, that's a great idea, imagine that. And then there's hydro or water power, which is another clean resource. And it's one of the most developed sources of clean energy right now. It's seen as more reliable and predictable than wind and solar energy, and it's easy to store. It's a lot harder to store sunshine or wind than it is to store water. Well, you're, you're not storing those things directly. You're storing <laughs> the electricity made from them. But yes, hydroelectric <laughs> power plants can use the flow of water from any water source, rivers, streams, lakes, to create electricity. There are even plans to harness the power of the water that runs through, get this, pipes in your home to generate electricity. Isn't that a great idea? That's an amazing idea. There's so many cool ideas about this. Wind power is another abundant source of clean energy and it works by attaching a windmill to a generator which creates power as the blades of the windmill turn. And this form of energy has been used for centuries to grind down grain or pump water, but it's being used more and more to produce electricity. Yeah, driving through large stretches of land, you can sometimes see these big fields with windmills on them, especially if it's up on a ridge, a raised land. Mm -hmm. I actually think they're beautiful. And um, of course, there are also offshore wind farms that do the same thing. They're certainly a lot more beautiful than, you know, the power plants and all the wires and stuff. Definitely. And like the other forms of clean energy, wind power can be used on a large scale from these big wind farms or on a much smaller scale 
to produce electricity for smaller tasks. Other examples of renewable sources that are continually being developed are options like geothermal power. There are a few houses in my town that have, that have dug those wells and used geothermal power. Wow. So geothermal power harnesses the natural heat below the Earth's surface, or biomass, which uses solid fuel created from plant material to produce electricity. All of these and more are constantly researched and evolving and all have their own benefits and applications, but we're not gonna keep going into each one. We're just pointing them out to say that there are a lot of alternatives, a lot of clean energy options that are already being used and developed every day and could be expanded to do so much more, which would save our environment and be better all around. Right, Cindy. Renewable sources make up more and more of the power we use, but it could still be a whole lot more. As the world population continues to grow, there is increasing demand for energy, more depletion of natural resources and more harm to our environment. And due to fossil fuels being a finite source, it absolutely makes sense that the future should be renewable energy. And the future should be now. I mean, now. Yeah. Isn't it obvious that clean renewable energy sources are the answer for sustainable energy solutions to protect us and our planet? It sure seems obvious to me. The transition to clean energy has been relatively recent and it isn't happening as fast as it needs to. In the United States, 29 states have plans to mandate that a certain percentage of energy used has to come from renewable sources. And over 100 cities around the world now use at least 70% renewable energy. Which shows that more things could be happening if we were acting faster. Yeah. Some people are concerned about the loss of jobs if we cut way down on our use of fossil fuels, but renewable clean energy creates just as many jobs. It's just different. You know, change is hard, but sometimes, I don't know, it's life-saving. Yeah. There are a lot of financial benefits related to clean energy, including the creation of jobs necessary to improve the infrastructure, manufacture the energy, sell it, install it, maintain it, you name it. It's a lot of jobs. Yeah. Clean energy is what we know will help to power our world and keep us going into the future. And as we've begun to see, and as we've seen with other technologies, as clean energy is developed and becomes more common, it also becomes more affordable and more able to adapt to many different situations. So we need to put more energy into clean energy. <laughs> It's true. For example, solar panels have become much more affordable than they originally were. Yep. And there are tax incentives that make them even cheaper for homeowners. As a matter of fact, some people with solar panels on their homes actually make money by selling the extra energy they collect to their existing electrical company. Well, let's go. Money, money makes people do things. Yeah. And I think it's because of money that globally, the world as a whole still relies on fossil fuels for 80% of its power. Finally, kind of lately, more and more people and communities are recognizing how critically important clean energy is to our environment. And so it is becoming more accessible. That's true. Our economy, society, and the planet absolutely depends on major changes being made soon to the way that we use our precious resources. Yeah. So people are increasingly concerned about climate change and calling for change in the way we use our resources. And European governments seem to be leading the way and setting policies to move forward on this. The United States should be leaders in this transition, but many of our leaders 
are supported by big gas and oil money and won't do what's right because they're too greedy. Exactly. Only under intense pressure from stakeholders will corporations finally make plans or at least promises to begin preparing for a lower carbon future. Promises, promises. Yeah. And of course, as more cities move towards becoming 100% renewable, businesses and corporations are going along to cash in on the economic benefits to be had, like those tax breaks Julie mentioned. As we push for fewer carbon emissions and more clean energy, it affects oil companies' profitability. So shareholders are pressuring companies to work on a business plan to survive the changes that this would bring. So that's a good idea from a business point of view. This is what's finally making oil companies try to figure out how to make sure they keep their wealth and power. They seem to put their own sustainability ahead of the world's. Many are investing in wind and solar power, hydropower, biofuels, and things like electric vehicle charging stations, you know, when they think that they can make money from it. I think that's a good idea, even though it's just because they're greedy, because I, anything it takes to get rid of those fossil fuels is worth it. I mean, obviously, they're trying to position themselves to remain leaders in the energy transition. So many of them have pumped billions into clean energy projects. Great. More to make their wealth sustainable than to clean the environment and the earth, but I don't care. (laughs) Many big companies have been increasing investments in wind, solar, and preparations for a low carbon future, like you said. Electricity and electric vehicles are also on their radar. Some of the companies really are promising to make big changes, but most of the industry wants to keep things the way they are. It's so frustrating. Most still pour their money into new fossil fuels rather than green energy. A recent report from the International Energy Agency found that in 2020, despite the growth in renewables, the oil and gas industries as a whole only spent 1% of their expense budget on clean energy. And they have a big budget. Oh, yeah. A lot of European companies plan to make money from the sun and wind the way they've made money from oil and gas. In fact, they're trying to rebrand to now be considered energy companies rather than oil companies. Right. So BP was the first major oil company to commit to spending significant resources on renewable energy like wind and solar starting in 1980. BP used to stand for British Petroleum. It is a British company, but they rebranded in 2001 to Beyond Petroleum. Disappointing, but not too surprising, is the fact that American companies, unlike these foreign companies, are not investing in renewable energy in the same way as other countries. Chevron invested in solar, wind, and geothermal projects, but because they didn't get good returns on their money, they've stuck hard to oil and gas. It all comes down to the bottom line. Same with ExxonMobil. They show very little interest in investing in renewable energy technologies, and they have no apparent plans for any future projects. Rather than green projects, companies, especially American-based companies, are looking to new technologies such as something called carbon capture that prevents carbon dioxide from being released or even pulls it back out of the atmosphere. Right. Even though we have a finite amount of fossil fuels to do that with, they're focusing on the development of these types of new technologies so they can continue to do what they know how to do. Carbon capture separates gas from the air and supposedly balances out emissions So that way they can keep using fossil fuels and just wipe the air clean afterward. It can even be injected underground to help extract even more crude oil 
in a process they call enhanced oil recovery. Yeah, until we're out of oil. Yeah. So yeah, they would rather deplete our natural resources, apparently, than learn new ways of producing energy for the benefit and health of the planet. Well, hopefully growing understanding and wider concern about climate change might get some of these companies more motivated to change their focus, especially if some of their investors insist on it. I hope they will, because it matters a lot for the future of the planet. Yes, it does. Thanks for listening today. You can find us at shrinksonthird.com and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shrinks on Third. Until next time, take care.